welcome to the Bikers Church Midrand Podcast. It's great to have you join us for this week's episode. We hope that you find this valuable for your daily life. A very Merry Christmas to you and to your family. I trust that you have a great Christmas together. I wonder, what did you unwrap this morning? Or even more importantly, what did you expect to unwrap this morning? I can remember as a little kid, I used to get so excited around Christmas. Why? Because I knew there was going to be something for me to unwrap. And I was always looking for something. I was looking for a new skateboard, or I was looking for a G.I. Joe, or Lego, or whatever it was. But I was looking for something. I was looking to unwrap something come Christmas. And I get that my thinking around Christmas was a bit twisted and that, that I, was, I was missing the plot completely, uh, that I maybe had my focus on the wrong thing. Uh, but that's exactly what it was. I, I, I was focused on me. I was focused on my desires around Christmas. I was focused around what I wanted for Christmas. I was focused on what I just might unwrap. I wonder, this Christmas, what are you looking for? What are you looking to unwrap? Because whatever you're looking for, you'll find it. If you're looking for good old-fashioned family time, you'll find it. If you're looking for, for decorations and gifts, you'll find it. Maybe it's not as wholesome for you. Maybe you look at Christmas through some other lenses. And, and in your mind, as you look at Christmas, you're looking for, for the, the, the commercial-driven holiday. You know what I'm talking about. Maybe it's slightly more sinister than that for you. Maybe you're looking for all the evils of the, this pagan tradition. <laughs> and, and maybe that's, that's what you're looking for and you will definitely find it if you're looking for it. But maybe today, maybe it's time for you and for me to just shift our focus. Maybe today it's, it's time to, to take our attention off that stuff. And as we do, we just might find a new born king. Now, as I say newborn king, obviously I'm talking about Jesus. And for us, this is what, what Christmas is all about is the birth of Jesus, the birth of a promised Savior. And as we consider the, the birth of Jesus, his, his birth is really captured in two of the gospel accounts. And the gospels are just these, these ancient manuscripts, these ancient letters that we have access to today that we call the gospels. And as we look into the gospels, there's this moment in the, in the birth account of Jesus where we find these, these shepherds uh, tending to their sheep in a field. And 
they are putting their sheep to rest and they hanging out with them. And while they are resting with them, we see this angel appear to them. And as, as this, this angel appears to them, it freaks them out completely. <laughs> uh, in fact, the, 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 the scriptures tell us that, that these shepherds are terrified at the sight of an angel. I have a sneaky suspicion that it was, if it was you or me, we'd probably be in the same space where we'd also be absolutely terrified. But this angel looks at these shepherds in their fear and, and, and essentially he says to them, don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy. And he goes on to say that today the Messiah, this promised Savior that will save God's people from their captivity, that today this Christ, this Messiah, is born. And you'll find him wrapped in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. And as he, he explains this to them, he ends it off by saying, Glory to God in the highest heavens and peace on earth to those who God, um, whom God is pleased. And then he disappears. He's gone. And these shepherds are kind of left in a space where I wouldn't be surprised if one or two of them looked at each other and just went, I told you we should have slept in another field. Like, that was insane. <laughs> but I'm sure that they looked at each other and, and just went, well, we have the option. We, we can get absolutely paralyzed in our fear or we can actually go and look and seek out this Jesus, this newborn king. And they went and they found Jesus and they spent time with Jesus. And once they found Jesus, they, they went and told everyone that they came into contact with what they had seen and what they had experienced. During that time, there was the, the, the king of the day, the king of Israel, his name was Herod. And he was absolutely mad with power. In fact, he killed everyone and anyone who threatened his reign. It is told that he uh, would hand his kingdom over to his son and retire. And then when he'd feel threatened, he'd take his kingdom back and kill his son. And then somewhere along the line, he'd retire again and hand his kingdom off to his next son. <laughs> And the moment he'd feel threatened, he'd kill that son and take back his kingdom. I'm pretty sure that it reached the point where when he tried to hand his kingdom over for retirement to one of his sons, I'm convinced that by then the boys were looking at him going, you know, Dad, it's never been my thing. No, I've, just, I've just never looked at, at being a king and gone, I want to do that. I'm good. I don't need, I don't need your, your throne, I don't need to reign, I don't need to be king. But you know that little brother of mine that's like really irritating? He keeps talking about being king, why don't, why don't you give it to him? Sorry, it's a bit naughty, but I'm pretty sure that, uh, that the boys didn't want to rule after a while. 
So he would just kill everyone who threatened his reign. And at one point, these wise men come along and, and they, they, they enter into Herod's space looking for this newborn king. Now, these wise men were, were these, these, these men from the east. Uh, and they came in and they, they were looking for this newborn king. And as history goes, we've made how many movies and TV series and all sorts of things about these moments. And I, I can't help but laugh whenever I see these men depicting these roles. And they're, they're always these, these staunch British people. It's like, it's like they step into the scene and they go, here, 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 here. We are looking for the newborn king. But if we pay attention to scripture, we'll see that these were wise men from the east. So they sounded nothing like that. And these wise men step into Herod's space and they ask, where's this newborn king of the Jews? And this perplexes Herod, something chronic, because this newborn king is a threat to his kingdom. So he gathers his advisors, he gathers the leading priests of the day, and he says, hey, where is it foretold this newborn king would be born? And they tell him, Bethlehem. So he gets back together with his wise men, and, and, and he says to them, hey, when you find this newborn king, will you come back and tell me where he is so I can also go and worship him? Herod's plan, of course, is to go find this king and kill him. The wise men leave and never return because God warns them in a dream that, uh, that ultimately Herod's plan is to, to take out this newborn king. And when they go home, they go home a, a different route. But these wise men go and they, they find Jesus. They sought him out. They find him. And as they find him, we see scripture tell us that they entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary. And they bowed down. They worshipped him. They opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And we see that as they sought him out, they found him. And they had this most incredible experience of coming face to face with the King of Kings. What an incredible moment. Now as we consider this account of the birth of Jesus and just the three groups of people that we spoke through, we had these shepherds, we had Herod, and we had these wise men. And if we look at, at these shepherds, these shepherds almost missed the wonder of the birth of Jesus. They almost missed being, being able to be a part of that moment. Why? Because the truth be told, fear gripped their hearts. As they had this moment with the angel, fear gripped their hearts. Why were they scared? Because they were scared they were going to be destroyed. Isn't that so? They were scared that it was going to lead to their own destruction in that moment. And who could blame them? It must have been an overwhelming moment. But fear almost stopped them from uh, experiencing 
the most incredible experience of their lives. Just imagine their fear had allowed them to stop them from finding Jesus. The angel says to them, don't be afraid. I bring you good news. And they choose to shift their focus off of themselves and their fears and onto the pursuit of Jesus. And they found him. Then we have King Herod. The truth be told, Jesus was born within a 10 kilometer space of Herod and Herod missed it completely. See, Herod missed the wonder of the birth of Jesus. He, he missed the opportunity to get face to face with Jesus because he was focused on himself and his kingdom. And this new king was a threat to his kingdom. And as a result, he missed it. Then there was the wise men. And as they seek Jesus out, it's, it says to us in the, in the book of Matthew chapter 2, it says, um, they say, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose and we have come to worship him. Where's the newborn king of the Jews? I wonder, folks, as you hear those words, what were they looking for at the first Christmas? Clearly, they were looking for Jesus. And what did they find? They found Jesus. Now, the truth be told, just like Herod was a king, these three wise men from the, king, from, 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 from the east History tells us that the chances are very good that they were three kings of distant countries. They had their own kings, their own kingdoms. So just as, as Jesus was a threat to the kingdom of Herod, they could have also perceived Jesus as a threat to their kingdom and left them very insecure. But you see, they shifted their focus of themselves and their kingdoms. They shifted their focus onto Jesus and finding him. And as a result, they got to experience God's best. Right there, Jesus. And they bowed down and they worshipped him. They opened up their treasure chests and they gave him gifts. As they encountered God's best, they gave him their best. So the shepherds were afraid. They were afraid of their own destruction. And as a result, they almost missed out. But they shifted their focus and they got to experience God's best. We had Herod, where Jesus was this threat to his own kingdom. And because it was just a threat to his kingdom, he missed out. Focusing on himself and his kingdom, he missed out. Then there was the wise men 
who searched out the king and experienced God's best right there in that moment. I wonder, in this Christmas story, where are you? Is there a bit of the shepherds in you? Is there a bit of Herod in you? I know we all want to be found amongst the wise men, but this morning, if we're just honest with ourselves, I wonder where would we be found? Can we be honest this morning and just go, how much shepherd is there in me? (laughs) How much Herod is there in me? Am I, am I afraid of, of, my, of my own destruction? Is there stuff happening right now in my family? Is there stuff happening right now in, in my business or my workspace? Is there stuff happening right now in my life financially? Is there stuff happening right now in my life relationally that, is, that it looks like it may lead to my own destruction? And as a result, my focus is on all this stuff that could go wrong. It's my focus is on is on is on all these different areas where where there's this there's this possibility that it may lead to my destruction and as I focus on me and these things I'm busy missing out on God's best for my life if that's you I wonder what's your next step today maybe your next step is to just shift your focus to shift your focus onto Jesus. And as you do, trust Him with your future. Just trust Him. Maybe there's still quite a bit of Herod in you where you're going, Ramon, I can't, man, I've got dreams, I've got goals, I've got, I've got desires, man, I'm going places. And it's, it's in my hands. You know, I'm, I'm going to do this. But if you're honest, it's heavy. If you're honest, it's hard. If you're honest, it's, it's not always working out the way that you'd imagined it would. Why? Because you are in control. And when we talk about shifting focus, when we talk about, about, about searching out this king, you recognize that, oh man, that's actually just a threat to my kingdom. But today, today I want to say to you, surrendering to this king leads to the best places that you could possibly go. Because it's this king who would later on say, come to me and I will give you rest. You're trying so hard. (laughs) You are so tired. But the truth be told, If you're just willing to surrender this kingdom to a new king, he will give you rest and you will begin to experience his best for your life. What's your next step today? Is your next step to just shift your focus from yourself and your kingdom into a new king, Jesus? and just surrender it all to Him. 
I pray that this morning you're willing to do that. I pray that we, I include myself in that, are willing to do that. That we will be found amongst the wise men and the wise women. That we can shift our focus. That we can search out this King. That we can walk the journey. And that we can find God's best for our lives. Right here. Right now. And as we look past the tradition that's all around us right now, as we look past the decorations, as we look past the gifts, as we look past all of these things, and as we look for God's greatest gift this Christmas, being Jesus. I think it's so important for us to recognize that as we look for Him, He's looking for something this Christmas. He's looking for you. This Christmas, Jesus is looking for you. He wants to be with you. He desires you. In his mind, he's going, you know, I'm willing to go through the pregnancy, I was willing to go through the virgin birth, I was willing to, to enter into this life and, and unwrap every area of life and all its mess and all its muck so that I could be with you. And his greatest desire is that you would find him this Christmas and that he would be able to be with you this Christmas. As we end off this morning, I want to repeat the words of the prophet Isaiah, where he just says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. That is God's best for your life. And that is what Jesus offers you today. Will you shift your focus from your stuff, from yourself? Shift it to searching out, seeking out and finding a newborn King this Christmas and invite him in and allow him to be your counselor and your prince of peace. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for today. Lord, we thank you that we can just shift our focus from ourselves and the things that we may struggle with, the things that, that, that we may be battling with from a fear stance, Lord. Things that, that, that are happening in our lives, in our families, in our workspaces, in our relationships that, that just feels like it may lead to our destruction. Lord, I thank you that we can shift our focus to you, that we can trust you with these things and we can trust you with these moments. Lord, I thank you that today we can shift our focus from our kingdom 
from us being in control. And Lord, really surrendering and submitting ourselves to the newborn King, that we can shift our focus to Jesus and as a result, experience your best for our lives. We thank you that you counsel us through these moments and that you are our Prince of Peace in all of these moments. We love you, Lord. We celebrate this day together and we celebrate the birth of the Savior of our lives. May we grow to be an accurate representation of Him daily. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being with us today. Trust that you have a great rest of your Christmas day. Uh, we look forward to being with you again next week. No church on Sunday. We'll see you the following week. We love you and uh, have a very Merry Christmas. We trust that you found this message valuable. For more information on who we are or how you can get involved, please check out our website at bikerschurchmidrand.co.za or connect with us through social media on Facebook or Instagram. Beyond that, have a great day.